Welcome, welcome guys to the podcast. My name is Shadi and welcome to Honey Let's Talk. Today we are starting a new series and we're going to start right now experiencing God. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. So last week um, we talked about um the reality that god wants us to experience him it is his desire that we experience him it is his desire the big question is how do we experience god today i want to let you know that god is already at work in your life all you need to do is to recognize his activity that there are so many things that are happening and if you look carefully you will you will see god's hand in your life in your work, in your, in, in, your, in your life at home, you will experience that there are some things that God is already doing in your life. In the book of Isaiah uh, 43 verse 19, this is what the Lord says, See, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do, not, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wastelands. During the course of your life, friends, You will have times when you want to respond based on your own experiences, based on your own wisdom. You might find yourself projecting your past or your present circumstances and concluding how your future will be. This way of thinking will always leave us frustrated and afraid because time and season change. You might be in a place right now where you're struggling, things are not working out for you. But I can assure you this, that God is already at work. And his word is clearly says that even the barren woman will sing for joy. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. God is always at work and we must recognize his activity. Experiences, my friends, alone is not enough. It is not a sound guide. Our guide and our model should be and must be Christ Jesus and not our experiences or our wisdom. If Jesus then is our model, it is good for us to look into the scripture and see how he behaved when he was here on earth. In the book of John chapter 5, verse 17 and 20, I'm going to pick a few verses out there. In his defense, Jesus said to them, my father is always at work to this very day. And I too am working. Jesus was with these people, the, the, the Pharisees, and he, he's talking to them, and, and, and they had caught him on the act, and, and he was performing miracles on a Sabbath. And they, they asked him, What why are you doing this? It's on a Sabbath. And Jesus said, My father is always at work. In other words, my father does not. He has never stopped working. This is his work. And I too I am working. And then verse 19, Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly, I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He cannot do anything apart from what he sees his father doing. If we are to experience God in an extraordinary way, we must follow Jesus as a model. Jesus said clearly that he can do nothing by himself. What makes you think you can do something without the father? If Jesus, being the Son of God, said he can do nothing, who are we 
Who are we to engage in things without the Father? The reason why we have so many frustrated Christians, the reason why we have so many frustrated believers is because many of us are trying to do things on our own. Many of us are trying to jump into a project on our own. This, is, this verse is a clear indicator that God is already at work and we need to figure out what he is doing so we can join him in the work. If we step in and we start doing things on our own, then we'll be frustrated because without him, we can do nothing. Let me ask you this question. The project you are doing today, the business that you are doing, the work that you are doing, where you've been employed, your marriage, your relationship. Are you with him or are you alone? Your parenting, are you with him or are you alone? With your, with your investment, are you with him or are you alone? Most of us as believers, what we do is we go in and jump into something. And when we start experiencing hardship, when we start experiencing some, you know, some huddle, we, we, we go back to God and, and start inviting him. But God wants to start with us. God, as I've said this over and over, God, we should not use God as an emergency response. God wants to start with us. Jesus is our model. Most of us ask the question, what is God's will for my life? I have asked the question myself, what is God's will for my life? Which has led me into a quest of trying to find out what God wants me to do. I think that's a wrong question to ask. I think the right question to ask is, what is God's will, period? What is God's will? Once I know what God's will is, then I adjust my life to that will. When I recognize what God's will is concerning the life that I live, concerning the place that I'm in, then I can jump in. I can adjust my life to his life, to his will, to his purpose, to his work, not the other way around. Most of us want to start something and we want God to adjust to what we are doing. We want God to adjust into our own will. We want God to adjust into our own plans. It doesn't work like that. We are the ones who are supposed to be adjusting to what God is doing. And if we are to experience God, friends, we need to be able to adjust into what God is already doing. In other words, what is it that God is purposing where I am? Maybe you are employed. You ask yourself the question, what is it that God is purposing in this place? Maybe you have children and you ask yourself, what is it that God is purposing where I am? Once I know what God is doing, then I know what God expects me to do. God has allowed you to be where you are for a reason. You need to figure out what God is doing where you are to understand what God requires of you. The focus is in God and not you. You are supposed to adjust your life to God and not God adjusting his life to your life. And the reason why so many of us are frustrated is because we want God to adjust into our life. We step into something and we want God to adjust into your life. We step, you step into an investment. Maybe you have met with people and they have given you a good experience about the investment. And instead of consulting with God, we step into that investment and we want God now to adjust to it. For some of us, we start a marriage, we start a relationship, and we want God to endorse that relationship. It doesn't work like that. We must adjust to what God 
is doing because God is always at work. Right now, God is working all around your life. Right now, God is working all around your house. Right now, God is working all around where you work. One of the greatest tragedies among many gods, many of among God's people is that while they have a deep longing to experience God, they are experiencing him day after day, but do not recognize him. They experience him. When they move and they are going to work, they experience God, but they do not recognize him. Because we are too busy doing our own things. We are too busy thinking that we are the ones in church. We are too busy trying to do things and inviting God into what we are doing. If we are to experience God, we must start with God. We must ask the Lord, what is it that you are doing, Lord? Because I want to be part of it. God has you where you are for a reason. In that company, you need to recognize what God is doing and join him. In that business, you need to recognize what God is doing and join him. In that investment, you need to recognize what God is doing and join him. Because God has said clearly that he's always at work. Let me talk to us as a community here in Sioux City. What do you think God is doing here in Siokimao? And how will you join him in the work? God has brought all of us here in this church with different talents, skills, and ability. And God expects all of us to plug in and join him in our own capacity. God has brought you into this place for a reason. And for some of us, it's be for a season. But in that season, I need to ask you, what will you have done in that season? Will you have recognized what God expects you to do? Would you have recognized what God is doing and joined him into the work? Because God is always at work. And if we are to experience God, we need to jump in into his space. And not only call him into our space. We need to jump into his space. We need to be where God is. We need to have Jesus as our model. And Jesus said clearly, apart from me, you can do nothing. And he said this not only for us, but he said this even for himself, that Jesus can do nothing unless what the Father is doing. Where are you plugging in? Can you see what God is already doing in your life? Because God is already at work. Where are you joining in? Where are you stepping in? What are you going to do? Before the end of the year, where are you going to plug in? Because God is already at work. You want to experience God, you have to plug in into what God is doing. You want to experience God, you have to recognize God's activity in your life. Because where you are today, it has taken God's hand. Where you are right now, it has taken God's hand. God is at work in your life. God wants you. God wants you and I to step in and recognize what he's doing in Siokimao. When we enter in that intimate relationship with God, we will know and do the will of God and experience him because it's not about us, it's about him. No one can accomplish that goal in your life. Only God can do that. No amount of church, not even amount of prayer that can change that. 
it is only God. You have to step in into what he is doing. You have to not only invite him in your life, but also step into what God is doing. I personally desire that we change this city of Siokimau. I personally desire that we can transform people here in Siokimau. And I believe without a shadow of a doubt that God is already at work in Siokimau. The question is, are we going to join him into what he's doing? The past couple of months that God has been speaking to me that God is already at work and all we need is for us to jump into what he's doing. It is not just about the efforts of calling people. It's about joining what God is doing because God is in the business of his people. And if we jump into what God is doing, we can change this town. I want us to change this city. And I can tell you how we can do this. If you and I recognize what God is doing in our lives, if you and I recognize God's activity in our own spaces and decide to join him into the work, we can transform this city. One person at a time, one family at a time, one couple at a time. If you can decide to step in and join God in what God is doing, you and I can change this city. Because God is already at work. And the big thing is this. God is not sending us into the work. God is joining us into the work. We are joining him because he is already at work in our lives. The question is, will you join God in what he's doing? The past several um, uh, uh, weeks right now, I've been studying the, the, the Old Testament and I'm trying to read the, 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 the Bible and just trying to understand uh, the patterns that are displayed in the Bible. And as I was reading the Old Testament, I saw a pattern with the kings. And God will put a king, and if that king does not align with God's agenda, God will remove him and anoint another king. And it was interesting that God will give these kings an opportunity. God will give these kings an opportunity and a season for them to rule over the people. But if the, the, the king would do his own things, would start pursuing his own agenda, and I can, an example would be uh, King Saul and, 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 and David, and Saul would try to pursue his own agenda, God would tell him one thing, he will go and do another thing. And God goes ahead and rejects him and anoints another king. The question is, why should God keep you where you are if you're not advancing his work? Why would God allow you to be in that company if you're not advancing God's work in that place? Why would God allow you to be in that space if you are not advancing God's work? In our human terms, or using a business term, that would be a waste of resources. Because if God is putting you in a place where he wants you to recognize what he's doing and join him in changing that company and join him in transforming that company and join him in doing what he's doing in that company, God will have to find someone else. You need and you must recognize what God is doing. If you want to understand God's will for your life, you need to find God's will and step into that God's will. If you start doing God's will, I tell you this, you'll always be at the center of God's heart. 
in, in the book of John, chapter 15, verse 4 and 5, let me just read it for you. Remain in me as I always remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine, Jesus said. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. And then he goes ahead and says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Oh, I love this word. That what flows in him flows in me. If I am aligned in him, if I am connected to him, what flows in him flows in me, flows in me. And I know that what flows in Jesus is victory. So victory flows in me because God has said it clearly. If we remain in him and he remain in us, oh, we are going to be unstoppable. And it says, apart from me, you can do nothing. Friends, what flows in Christ flows in you. What flows in his heart flows in you. What flows in his mission has to flow in you. But you have to remain in him. He says, remain in me as I remain in you. The question is, are you remaining in him? Have you allowed Jesus to be your model? Last week we say that Jesus is the way. Today we are talking about Jesus being the model because if Jesus is the model, we need to follow what Jesus does. We need to remain in the vine. If we are to be healthy, we need to remain in the vine. If we are to be wise, we need to remain in the vine. Because what flows in Christ will flow in us. Apart from him, friends, we can do nothing. I want to ask you a question right now. Have you been doing things on your own? Have you been engaging on your own? And when you are in a mess, that's when you call God. We cannot live like that anymore. We have to start with God. We cannot live like that anymore. We have to engage with God. We have to figure out what God is doing. Here in Siokimao, we have to figure out what God is doing. I've been praying and seeking God and asking him, Lord, what are you doing in Siokimao? Because I want to be part of it. I don't want to start my own thing. I don't want to wrestle trying to start my own thing. I want what God is already doing. I want to step into what God is already doing. And for some of you, maybe it's an investment you want to invest in. Don't just go ahead and invest. Ask God. Consult with God. Inquire from the Lord. And ask him, Lord, lead me, guide me. What is it that you're already doing? Where are you blessing? Because I want to be part of it. Where are you blessing? Because I want to attach myself to it. Because God is already at work. And if you understand this secret, you'll always at the, you'll be at the center of God's will. You'll not struggle finding God's will. You'll always be at the center of God's will. Because God is in the business of advancing his mission. The question is, will you join God in advancing the mission? Will you step into that space and advance God's mission with him. We've been calling guys to step in and serve here at Nairobi Chapel, Siokimao. And we've been, I've just been meeting people and I've, I've just been praying for you guys that you'll, you'll, you'll find what God wants you to do here in Siokimao and step in. Because God is already at work. God is already at work. And I repeat again, 
If you remain in him and he remain in you, you will bear much fruit. Fruit that will last. Because apart from him, you can do nothing. As a church, my prayer and my desire is that we will transform one person at a time. My desire is that we will reach one person at a time. My desire is that we will, we will, will find God and seek God and see what, where God is touching and where God is doing and what God is purposing in the people's heart. And we're going to step in what God is doing and we're going to join him into the mission. We are not going to start anything unless God has spoken to us that that is something that he's starting. We will not start anything unless God guides us into starting it. We will not engage in anything unless God himself says that we need to engage in. Because God is already at work. And I'll finish by saying this, friends. God has chosen you for this particular season. God has chosen you for this season. And it might be for a, a, a specific reason that you know, or maybe you don't know the reason. It might be for a season. It might be for a long time. But I can guarantee you that God has called you for a specific season. And you need to recognize his activity in your life. It is not a coincidence because God is not a God of coincidence. God is an intentional God. God does things that God does. And we need to join him and plug him into what God is doing. God has already rolled out his plan. All he's waiting is, can I find a man? Can I find a woman who will say, here I am, Lord. I'm ready to be used. Are you the man? Are you the woman that God wants to use in this city? Because God is in the business of his kingdom. And as I pray this morning, my desire is that God will minister to you. And God will show you specifically where you need to engage in. God will lead you. God will open your eyes. God will guide you to someone. God will guide you to a place. And I can assure you, God is already at work in that place. And for those who you are employed or you have your own business or you're having your own project, I want to challenge you. And I want to tell you this. God has you there for a reason. And it might be for a season. But by the end of that season, you must have done what God wants you to do. Otherwise, why should God keep you where you are if you're not advancing his work? Why should God keep engaging you where you are if you are not advancing his kingdom? Allow me to pray for us. Heavenly Father, your word is clear that we need to abide in you and you to abide in us. And Father, you have said this is the only way that we may bear much fruit. This is the only way that will bear fruits and fruits that will last. And Father, this morning, as you have reminded us that you are already at work, even in our lives and even in this city, Father, we pray that, Lord, your word that is truth and your word, God, that is alive and your word, Lord, that is active, Father, that this word will be at work in our hearts. 
that God, you may deal with the things that are keeping us God locked, uh, keeping us God afraid, things that God are making us be hesitant, God. I pray that that word will deal with the things, addictions, that will deal with the things that are worrying us, Lord, that we may be able to give ourselves to you things that are weighing us down. May that word that is alive, that is sharper than any double-edged sword, that God, it will pierce into our hearts and break everything that God is weighing us down, that we may give ourselves 100% into your work. And Father, I pray for some of us, Lord, who are employed, and God, you have allowed them to be in that space. I pray that you may reveal your will to them, that they may be able, God, to step in into what, God, you're doing in that company, to what, God, you're doing in that business, to what, God, you're doing, God, in that house. And, Father, they will be able to understand and to know that, you indeed, you're in control. And, Lord Jesus, I ask this morning, Lord, that your blessing will be upon us. You have said, apart from you, we can do nothing. And we refuse to go out and do our own things. We refuse to engage God without you. We ask that, God, you start with us. Would you go ahead of us, Lord, and lead us? Would you walk with us, God, and embrace us, Lord? Would you walk behind us, God, and keep us safe? Would you watch over us, above us, Lord, and every step we take, would you walk beneath us, God, to give us a firm foundation? And, Father, I pray for everyone that joined us today, that, God, your hand will be upon them, that you go ahead of them, God, that your spirit, God, will guide them. That when they get into a crossroad and they, they don't know which direction to take, may they hear the Holy Spirit saying, this is the way, walk in it. Father, I pray, God, maybe there are some in our midst today that they have been praying for something specific. Lord, I ask that God, you who have said when we abide in you and you abide in us, God, what flows in you flows in us. Father, I pray that you may hear their prayer. Would you fulfill, God, that need? Would you reach out and touch them? Would you, God, allow your hand to be upon them, to guide them and to lead them, God? Would you perform miracles even this season? Father, we pray for miracles, knowing that, God, even in our season, in our generation, that we can still experience the supernatural. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, even for us as a church, as we engage here in Siokimau, God, we know you're already at work in Siokimau. There are people out there, God, that you have already started speaking to God, who are going to engage in the mission. There are people out there, God, that you have already released your resources to them to support the work that we are doing here. We pray that you connect us to them, Lord. There are people out there, outside there, God, that you have already charged to lead. Father, I pray that you give them confidence and give them the courage to lead, Lord, because you are ready at work. It is not our work, Lord. It is your work, Lord. And we thank you because of everything that you're doing. And Father, as we take this season, God, to prepare for the reopening of churches, Father, I pray that you lead us. Give us the right people, Lord. Put together people, God, that will step in, God, and say, here I am, use me, Lord. Put together people, God, that will give, people will give their time, their resources, and their ideas. People are going to allow themselves to be used by you, Lord. Father, would you minister to them? And we pray, Father God, would you allow us, God, to be filled by your Holy Spirit, to be guided by your Holy Spirit. And Father God, do not allow us, God, to step into something that you are not in it. 
Do not allow us God to go into a direction that you are you are not going. Do not allow us God to start something that you are not starting. Do not allow us God to engage in something that you are not engaging. Do not allow us to engage people that you are not engaging. Father, we only want those who you are engaging. And Father, we pray for wisdom and we pray Father for discernment and we pray for your grace in the name of Jesus. And right now, Lord, I pray over this week, I pray over this month, I pray over this next few months for this year that we will experience everything that you desire and you had planned for us to experience in this year for each and every one of us God everything that you had God already purposed for us to experience may we be able to experience it align us into your work into your word into your will and i pray for children that are represented god and for those who are planning to get into uh class next on tomorrow god even those who are still at home god even those god who are young and they have not yet even started school father i pray for all these children that are represented in Nairobi chapel sokimao i commit them to you lord and i pray your cover and your grace over each and every one of them that you reign over these children may you provide for these children may you give them good health may you protect them lord in the mighty name of jesus and for those couples that are still praying and trusting you god for children i pray that god as your word say lord that the women will shout for joy because even the barren women will be in joy because you will provide children for them i pray that you open those homes lord right now i i pray god that you provide for those who need provision i pray that you grace for those who need the grace of God and I pray for each and every one of us even for those who are young and are trusting you God into getting to a relationship and getting married lord may your grace and your spirit be upon them lead them and connect them to the people that you have already prepared for them and father this morning we exalt you and we honor you and we pray boldly knowing that you have heard our prayer we pray boldly because we know even in our generation miracles still happen even in our generation supernaturals still happen and i pray this father god for your glory in heaven for your glory here on earth lord and for the joy of your people in jesus name amen amen